you beautiful people. My name is David Vieira. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie Medeiros. Welcome to the Redox Cinema Podcast. Yo, yo. For our viewers and listeners, we hope you guys are doing well. And before we get into this new episode of The Last of Us, Charlie and Abe, how are y'all doing today? We're doing great. We are doing. We spent a lot of time adding these posters. And doing light. And some accent lights that are probably not going to look that great the first time around but i hope you like it but yeah. it's gonna look better than our last episode yeah the lighting so is bad but you know it's okay yeah, we were kind Making of in a scramble and messed up yeah. so we apologize y'all don't want to see our faces anyway i'm kidding but now <laughs> now you can actually see us so Facts. that's the nice Word. thing we can Word. um i know everyone is eager and ready to get into episode seven so charlie hit play let's get right into it let's go all right so we all got stabbed Yes, Joe got stabbed, <laughs> so we don't know if he's dead or alive. If you play the game, don't say anything. Um, <laughs> everybody, the funniest thing about the that what happened was how everybody was reacting like, why the hell did he take it out? Yeah. He should have left the thing No, no, for real. He should have left that in. Shout out Anna. She texted me and she was like, he's so stupid. Why did he take it out? <laughs> um, but again, a, a huge thing that we got in this episode was uh, Joel's vulnerability. And we got that side of him. Yeah. And they really went into it and presented a... a, a a different perspective into what he was feeling and what you guys think of that i know we talked about it last episode but that it felt like a big moment for joe's character yeah it was a lot of um uh i think it was really good for his arc um so i'm very curious to see ellie's humanity now that yeah. joel is the one that's in need of like mm -hmm. saving yeah i think this episode is going to focus heavy on ellie yeah. and her feelings and what she's gone through but here we go y'all let's get it well, I, I knew it was going to end right there. You didn't think so? No, I just... I felt it, wow. Yeah, I felt it. No, it was building up, but I was just so in it that I was like, <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I was just... Um, wow. It's a good ending. I like I liked how they did that. What a great... To be honest. I really liked the way they did um, Riley's story. Um, Fair, not yeah. showing the process of her turning. and just I feel like that was done really well and how it correlated well with... Um, with Joel and what Ellie went through. But y'all, we'll get into that. Sorry, that was just off rip. I was just thinking right now. Yeah. But yeah, what a great episode. Oh my God. Another Fantastic. good episode. It was great. Fantastic. So good. Loved it. it I think um, last episode what, was like 58 minutes. This one was what, 55? This just yeah. felt a lot quicker. I, I don't know if that was you guys, but it, it felt quick. Yeah. It, just, it felt relatively wow. quick. The pacing was good. Yeah. It paced really well. But I want to um, get into, I think, the um the parallel that we saw in this episode and the parallel was riley with joel in which um last episode uh charlie we specifically saw um ellie telling joel hey look every person i ever cared for has either died or left me and we go into this episode and joel is basically on his deathbed and we get the flashback of Riley. And we see the significance as to why that mattered with what Ellie had said. Because she begins to remember that I still have a chance to save Joel. I did not have that chance with Riley. And I'm going to take that chance. Right. right. What was so significant? What was the significance about all of that? Seeing Ellie and how did you feel you know and seeing those parallels it, it was working really well as you guys saw when i came back i was like wow they're doing this really well um what specifically stood out to you in that aspect of those parallels um i think it's the fact that 
she can now like somebody that she loves or cares about she can try and save them mm-hmm. versus before she didn't really have an option because what is she going to do when riley gets bit she you know there's no cure for that uh and maybe like family stuff that we haven't seen yet maybe family left her or whatever they died um she wasn't able to save them or keep that relationship either so she's trying her best now to save joel and i think that's a beautiful arc for her so that she finally has some sort of you know uh important relationship with someone that she can keep at least for a little bit longer yeah wow abe you said you haven't seen this mm. you didn't you didn't know the story the backstory of it so coming in brand new to a new arc right and obviously it's very different compared to the game and how they introduced this arc but how was it for you experiencing that for the first time yeah i mean i knew i knew some background about riley and that they were a friendship and that she lost riley i just you know didn't really know the full details of the event and how it went down um so it was super it it hit as much as i thought it would hit um and i don't i haven't played the game so i can't stack it up but this this hit home really well um and i wanted to add just one thing to what you guys were talking about yeah um one of the last things that riley said is like you keep fighting so I think that in you see that parallel happen or you see that happen right before she's stitching him up mm-hmm. because she's like thinking she's like, everyone dies, everyone dies. Right. She, she keeps that in her head, but she's like, no, I'm not going to let this, this happen. And she probably Riley's words are, are ringing in her mind as she's um, trying to frantically figure out how to make Joel better. Um, so I thought that was powerful in seeing that. And I, I'll just say the way that they ended it was perfect because the thing about the show is there's grief and despair and like tragedy all over it. So like if you play the entire thing out, it's almost just like milking the despair and the and, and all of that. So the way that they ended it is basically like you you know what happens. Like you can fill in the gaps here. Um and, and I uh I think it was beautifully done. So I'm I'm super happy with the way that it turned out. And for me, as someone who didn't play the game, um, I feel like I really got to understand Riley's significance and uh, Ellie's relationship with her. Um, and it was tragic too, because it's a friendship that just started blossoming into love. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as that happens, uh, the most tragic thing possible takes place. So uh yeah just another example of how cheery this uh show is right like <laughs> such a good vibe <laughs> um but yeah man this is why i love the last of us yeah it's it's a very emotional story yeah emotional arc that we got like we said it's the same thing that's happening again they introduce a character um they introduce them really well develop them really well and then bang they're gone yeah and it's I don't know. It's like that in the game as well. And it's crazy how well they do that. It is. And the crazy thing for me is that I think that a lot of zombie apocalypse um, type uh, media is so focused on like the world and the zombie that sometimes they neglect the characters. And this is not it in this story. Um, and that's like that in the game. And they're staying true to that in the, in the show. When the, when the infected are on screen, it's wild and it's, it's worth the, the wait to see them. But there's so much richness to the characters and their arc and like who they are personally that you can really peel back the layers and dive into that even when the infected aren't on the screen, you're 
you don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're just so in it um, that it doesn't that doesn't even even matter to you. So that's what I'm I'm loving that the show is doing because I was nervous at one point that the, that maybe the show would try too much to be like, look at the zombies, like because it's a different type of zombie and it's it's. Uh, they don't even like um. They don't even like that we call it zombies. No, yeah, they like yeah. that we call it infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I just I say yeah, it as so like a general, it, yeah, as yeah. a general category. Yeah. Exactly, because that's what I. That's why, and I'm glad that they do that because it's like no, this is different. This is a whole separate universe and and completely different than the other zombie stuff that you've seen. So, um, yeah, I just I love the world of The Last of Us, and I'm just I'm just happy I can see it on TV, bro. I think they're following the uh, basically like a rule of horror that. Uh, some follow that works really well is like don't show the monster mm. keep holding the monster back for as much as you can because mm-hmm. um, that's going to hit harder yep. for the audience not seeing it like I think um, I think a good, a good example of a movie that did that well I think was Jaws I don't think Jaws you really see the Yo. shark until like yeah you know the the big like climax of the movie mm-hmm. which adds to the suspense and keeps the audience at on their, you know, on their toes, like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? Where is it? That kind of thing. So I think their approach to this show with that is very good because they're not just like infected, horde of zombies, blah, 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 everywhere, left and right. Exactly. They're holding it back and only saving it for like important, impactful things like we just saw there. And and they're saving it for character development and how it affects, how it impacts the people still alive living in the world. I think that's significance. Mm-hmm. That's what they're targeting and trying to hone in on. And what would you guys say specifically for people who are coming in to the show, right? We're seven episodes in. We know how this show is formatted and the way it goes. It's called The Last of Us. It's focused on the people who are still alive. But what would you say for people who are like, dang, I just want to see more infected. Like, this is this is bad. I'm not vibing. You know, what would you, what, what would you say to that? Because... I've seen some people complain about that being like, we're not getting a lot of infected. We're not, they're not fighting as much, you know, it's the, there's no action. Yeah. I would say this show's not for you. I was going to say the same thing. I the, was gonna say uh, the exact same thing. Watch the walking dead or yep. watch world war Z. There's yep. plenty of zombie movies and shows out there. This one's not for you. It's not, it's not focused on the zombies. It's focused on the people. It's in the names. It's in the name. Davi said before, you know, the walking dead is named the walking dead because that is what you see. The right. Last of Us is named The Last of Us because it's about the people. And that yeah. that's why we love the story. It's not because of the infected. The infected are cool. The story behind it is awesome. The way that they're designed, the way that they look, the the, the science behind it all is awesome. But it's not the reason why we love the game and why we love the story. Right. Um, so I, I agree with Charlie. I would say to those people yeah. that this is not the show for you, unfortunately. So yeah. The point of this is to follow the earth and society how it reacts after the events of the breakout and how different factions come together how uh society like collapses essentially the uh, leftovers of like humanity yeah pretty much it kind of just leaves everybody exposed without like a social structure or a governmental mm-hmm. structure and yeah. now people are trying to figure out how to survive in this type of world yeah, that's what's interesting about The Last of Us, not the zombies themselves, although they still make those interesting. Yeah, it adds more those, oh, depth yeah. and yeah, more to the character development. And because at the end of the day, that's what it's it's a virus, right? Yeah. That's spread. You know, that's that's what's getting you a, 
attached to the story is yeah. the virus is the what's going on but i want to go back to um episode six um i know we're episode seven episode six both of you guys and myself included we um kind of gave a, a point deduction to the last episode because it didn't provide as much background to ellie as we were expecting um because of what she went through with sam and henry we're expecting her to be more um upset and really fighting that trauma that she went through but in this episode did you feel as if they did it it, it worked in that aspect did you feel like they addressed it or are you still maybe we should see more of it now nah, you know what um i think the the thing is the the show up until that point had told us that ellie loses everybody but it hadn't showed us and now it showed us so right. now you can start to understand a little bit more the resilience of her and just how like the stuff now just kind of rolls off her back. Like I lose people on the daily. You know what I mean? Like this is nothing to me at this point. So you think it's showing that um so maybe so, this she's used to it or it's not it's not a normal thing. It's maybe like she's so used to the emotion and she's like, you know what, it's just another day in this world. She's numb to it now. There we go. And I think that before when, when i had when i had said that that was a point deduction for me it was almost like a, and this is why it's so hard to rate tv shows because yeah when rating you add episodes more context, rating episodes is art it's tough it's, it's tough. tough you can rate a season probably pretty well and i want to see how it changes but like you know in that in that uh, episode i don't i didn't feel like we got enough context to really understand why she was acting the way that she was acting fast forward to here i think that's like perfectly illustrates to her uh, to to the way that she is like when she loses people she's now numb to the feeling um but when she still has the opportunity to save she does it like well, she tried it with sam mm -hmm. and now she's trying with joel uh and i i think that's like her thing like she's gonna try her absolute best to save the person but if if they die She's been left alone before. She's been, you know, she's she's had people die on her before. Like I'm, she's numb to the feeling now. You know what's so impactful about that is that she's still trying, mm -hmm. right? She's still trying to, you know, I don't know. She's she's a girl, right? She's young. She's a kid, so she's still being like, you know what? Let me just do it again. You feel like after what went down with Simon Henry, she would be. You know, this is not. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And she had that. She was hesitant with Joel. She was, and so she had that flashback with Riley, and it reminded her what Riley had told her. But you see the fight in Ellie, and how she's a very courageous girl. She's determined. She's resilient. We see that in her. Um, we saw that in this episode. But wow, y'all, what a freaking episode! And another thing, it, it, it feels as if this episode. Um, addressed you know the little things that were brought up in the first episodes like charlie um the pun book right the pun book that mm -hmm. um with joel you know she was reading it off to him and he wasn't really vibing but then at <laughs> the end she had the diarrhea one and then everyone he started laughing but um what what was something you know another thing that you saw that you know went back that we saw in earlier episodes I example say... like the pun book yeah, uh, the arcade, her find like because when they raid the Cumbies, uh, she sees the arcade game there. I can't remember if it's Mortal Kombat, just like what we saw in the arcade I, here. I'm pretty I sure it was it Mortal Kombat. Been, yeah. yeah, so things like that. You it know, it was Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. It was Mortal Kombat. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. 
yeah so that um i'm trying to remember something else but it seems like she carried a lot of things from riley forward with her it's like part of her personality now she learned a lot from from riley and really uh you know enjoys those things and has the memory of her everywhere she goes still um i really liked seeing the the relationship like the friendship that they had i thought that was really important to show some of ellie's backstory i went into this not thinking i didn't think we were getting that i thought we were gonna get yeah. backstory with her mom because that's yeah. what i've been hearing uh because the maybe next episode but we know that her yeah. her mom is casted right exactly because because it's the her mom is played by the original voice the original actress, voice actress yes. of ellie in the video game so that's what i thought we were getting today i was not expecting that uh, story to be right there, but I I loved how they did it. Yeah. I really do. I I love that they didn't just um, they kept it focused just on Riley and Ellie, and it was just like we were just watching them hang out. Yeah, and it they didn't make it more complicated than that. They really kept the scenes long and going. Like while they were playing Mortal Kombat, we saw them play like two matches or something. I don't even know. And I want to see that for Joel as well going forward because i into his yeah because like maybe more of his relationship with sarah and stuff because we've seen his trauma just from episode one with the stuff that happens there um and honestly like we see uh ellie's trauma now quite a few quite a bit um i think this is what the, the highlight one but like sam and henry where she loses a good friend um and now having to save Joel. So yeah, I'd like to see Joel's uh, backstory as well. We got a little bit of it in the last episode. A um, little bit, yeah. What he was yeah, dealing with, with his panic attacks as well. Right. Um, we did get it. Um, I'm a little nervous with these last two episodes because I have an idea of where episode nine ends. We only have two episodes left, but I'm like, all right, that's a lot to get to. So mm-hmm. how do you build everything up in one episode to get to where we're going? Because I feel like we're, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Am I, are we missing a good amount of like game one at this point in time? Okay. So we missed a lot when um, it skipped from, you know, when they had that winner. Yeah. That when it jumped to winner, mm-hmm. that was a huge development for Ellie. Um huge character development for Ellie in that, in that time span. Um, and they had to, you know, do it, do it a little bit differently because you can't do three months of development, but it is, I think they're, they're doing it well. I no, think, I, I agree. I agree. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering. I think they'll have time. Points. I know, I know what's coming next they and t- I don't want to say it, but yeah, I know what's yeah. coming next. Okay. I think they took um, this episode to focus the, yeah. on that development. No, 100%. Yeah. And, and then, I think they're going to, because next episode, I think we're gonna see. No, we. I know exactly. Up. I know what's gonna pick up in next episode, but I don't want to say it because I think. Yeah, don't spoil it for me. Shut yeah, up. I'm yeah. shutting up. I'm shutting up. <laughs> but, but, but the thing but, is, I'm yes. a, a, what I'm afraid of is the next episode feeling like it's just rushing through the motions. That's what I. You that's don't want the it because okay. there's a you lot that they need to catch up time. on okay, yeah, for episode nine because exactly. we know episode nine is gonna be. It's gonna be like in one uh, one specific place, setting, event thing. Yeah, little foreshadowing. Episode nine is an event. We know that. We know yeah. what's going to happen with episode nine. But yeah, but I want to go back to the Riley and Ellie relationship. And Charlie, you brought up a point that you said um, 
the star of the episode was both of them and really focusing on them as people and as characters. And one thing I want to say is that we saw how much Riley had an impact on Ellie's life just from this episode and the significance that it has held, you know, months after months, years, maybe a year. But why do you think it was so good to give that backstory with Riley? Why was it so important for you guys? I think it's important to show, um, basically, I I would say we don't know like how far, like how far her backstory goes, but from here you could say that Riley was her best friend. Yeah, she says that. Yeah, Yeah, she says that. And in the episode, you know, she's training uh, with Fred, Fedra, whatever, all this stuff. And she doesn't really have anyone. She was getting bullied. The girl took her Walkman. So Riley's the, really only the only person she had at this time. So I feel like it's really important to show uh, what she went through with somebody that was a really close friend to her that she was already feeling distant from because she disappeared to go join the Fireflies. And then all of a sudden comes back. And she gains a little bit of hope again, and then all that shit happens. So it's like, there's no, she has the worst luck in the world, Ellie, because she can't, like, care for someone that something bad's going to happen to them. She's like, it's almost like she's cursed. (laughs) Like That's that's true. Which is, it's really bad. Uh, So I feel like showing that, who, that, that girl is probably the closest person that she's ever been to, potentially. Probably. I would say hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Outside of Joel, Joel right yeah. now. Um is really significant. Yes. For her to show what type of trauma she's dealt with in the past. Um, because you finished the the DLC, right? I have finished DLC, Definitely. but I've only played it once. But do you remember most of the stuff that I happened? do not. How it didn't? Oh, I okay. do not. I, was gonna, I know. I was going to ask you if the events of that like half clicker, half regular infected thing. I do not. I was attacking them if it played out that way because I, I don't, don't remember. I this, didn't get this, that far. The the whole scene out, but I just know the significance of the entire story. This is going to okay, be me gotcha. going to the walkthroughs and going to see how, <laughs> what it was like in the game. Right. right I need right. to start doing that more because I I I, uh, I I have been seeing things and being like, oh, that wasn't in the game, and then people will like call us out or like people will call and be like, nah, that was like one example was the, the clicker that like, or the uh, bloater that turned the head off the guy. And I was like, Oh, it was so like, I feel like that was so much more brutal than the game. And then the, the people were like, nah, bro, the game is more brutal. I looked it up and they literally rip the like jaw. Their jaw open. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right. So that now is making me like, I need to go back and see what's happening in the game. Cause I went and watched that animation. So now I'm going to go and click on, walkthroughs for the dlc to see speaking of that what was impactful i'm noticing too um compared to the game the show is not as gory i would say compared to the game oh 100 yeah yeah yeah. no obviously the game is very no i don't i mean i wouldn't say obviously because it's Uh, hbo i know it's hbo but look at game of thrones i know we saw we saw a guy like i think squishing dude's head through going back to what you guys said going back to what you guys have said um they're not focusing on them. Obviously, the focus is on the last of us. It's focused on the people and how they interact with one another, right. the factions and everything. But I think I think that's what y'all said. Y'all y'all with that? You know, that's the they're, they're focusing the, on that. But I'm saying uh, 
the emphasis in the game when it comes to showing people is when you have that much gore, you're showing the brutality, brutality. of the world. Yeah. I think they're doing a good job in the show of showing the brutality without getting super gory, but I'm just noticing that that's a difference in yeah. the game, you know? Yeah. One of the things that I think different. about is like, I, I don't know, I, I, I think it's different than Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is like a fan... Uh, I mean, there's, there's both kind of fantasy worlds, but the Game of Thrones <laughs> is more and more fantasy. So like, I yeah. feel like the gore is more tolerated. Yeah, because this could... Potentially, Could potentially happen. happen. Yeah, yeah they, because the, this exactly. virus they're trying to take a real. true exactly. scientific approach into how this could actually spread. Right. right, and one of the things that I wonder about is just like I think we had a conversation earlier about it was like how how do they make a balance of like not alienating a wider audience, right? Because mm -hmm. if they do too much gore and too much brutality, is it gonna push people away? And that would make me sad because I'm like, yo, this is a story that I think everybody like should experience. So if like gore is the thing that puts you off and like brutality is the thing that puts you off, I still think that you can watch The Last of Us and be okay. Like at this yeah, point. Yeah, this version, I think you can do it. Yeah, I definitely exactly. think you can do it. But I think it, it all leads up to finding the right time, the right scene to, yeah. to add the gore. And I think they're going to, they've done it already. Yeah. And it's all, it's money as well, man. To do all those, you know, flesh coming out of your body and all that stuff really yeah. well it takes money but we've seen good movies that have low budgets and they, they do it, they yeah. do the gore extremely well bro i think i think season two is going to be the season the brutal. but that's the that's the point of season part two part two right. is even more brutal part two um is gonna be interesting because there's here's the thing is it very violent yes i haven't gotten that far into the game. Bro, even yeah, the bro, game, the way lot. it's graded, whatever, I don't know if that's a thing in the video yeah. game, but the way the game is color graded, it's so blue and so dark the yeah. entire time. Right. Oh, the game was making me <laughs> depressed. Yeah. Like, actually, like, uh, it was hard. Uh, All right, guys, we can't talk about anything of this show without spoiling We something. literally <laughs> just went through so many cuts right now because we were like, yeah. oh, we just spoiled Spoiler. It. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. So, I should play the spoiler time thing, but then we would lose yeah, probably a lot probably of you people who are new who to the show the and have yeah. yeah so season two is super brutal and i think that if people continue to watch season two you will see that it's it, it might get even more brutal than season one mm -hmm. yeah end scene that's all we have to say uh, about yeah that. so before we get into ratings um i want to go back to episode seven and what we watched and i know that it was uh again another sad episode um and it hit in the heartstrings a lot, you know, makes you emotional. But I think they showed hope in this episode in Ellie's character. Um, yeah. And they provided, a, even though it was a very depressing ending and a very emotional ending, I felt like there was hope in Ellie. And we saw the, the, the light that she carries. And the light that she carries is her resilience, is the way that even though it's going so bad for her side, the girl is still fighting and the girl still has hope. Did you guys feel that way? As you were watching, you were like, wait, I know this is very depressing and a very, you know, upsetting, you know, arc, but we're seeing a girl who never gives up. I think, um, I think almost every single episode has had hopeful, um, mm -hmm. uh, feeling from some element. I think the only one that you could really say that doesn't have that is episode five, just because it really just ends with the death of Sam and Henry. And you see 
like they just straight up despair and then you see them kind of walk off and it's like damn like the hope there is tough because it's like everybody's dying um but we saw it with Dylan Frank we saw it with this episode we saw it when we went to Jackson and we saw that people have families people built a community all this stuff so like the last of us it, it teases you with that little bit of hope every time um, which is really good because if they didn't, then it would just be like, holy shit, dude, like this is so depressing. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they're doing a really good job with just kind of like giving you a little bit of hope. And I think the hope here is that, um, it'll be different for Ellie, um, this time around, you know, maybe she won't lose Joel. Uh, maybe she'll be able to figure it out. Maybe she won't lose the most important person in her life this time. So I think the show is doing a really good job of, of giving out these little nuggets of hope, um, to keep you invested in the story and, and, and rooting for the character characters. Wow. Yeah. But they're going to rip it right back. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. That's what they do. It's well. just like game of Thrones. If you it's... fall in love with a character, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good at it. They're really good with it. Uh, Charlie, um, if you could rate this episode out of 10, what would you rate it? What did you love about it? What did you not like? If there was any some, if there was something I, in like, I don't think there's a negative for me. Um, the only thing I would say is that I'm curious as to what the transition was uh, between Riley and Ellie after realizing that they're infected, and what's the next step? They're sitting there contemplating: okay, do we kill ourselves, or do we just wait it out? And I would have liked to see how that progressed and how Ellie dealt with that. And then how she discovers that she's a that could afterwards. literally be an episode on its own. Right, exactly. So I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna touch upon that. No, I really don't. I, yeah. Um, but I thought that I still think the way that they transitioned right to her saving Joel, uh, and stitching him up, I think that was a great transition. I, I don't think they need. Um, I personally don't think they need to touch it. But if they would want to dive into it, they certainly can. But the way that they paralleled everything together was phenomenal yeah it was really good i don't think they have to touch it i'm just curious yeah i'm, I'm curious as to how that played out because i didn't play the dlc so i don't know um i i can't think of anything that i didn't like <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah. i love the episode it was great um but giving it a 10 is like i don't know it is feels it, too easy it, you know you know what i mean yeah it's like was it really as good as episode five? No, because episode five was like very exciting, a, but it's adrenaline pumping. Way. It's and, a different way. Yeah, yeah, and but then uh, just give a, it a rating, man. Figure I'm, it I'm out. giving it a rating. Okay, it's uh, it's a ten. Okay, for me, it's a ten. I like there that. we go. It was a great story. I loved it. But me, yeah. Um, I am very happy with the way that they ended it because again, one we did get the resolution of what they were going to do. She said, I don't like option one. We're not going to do it. We're not going to kill ourselves. We just keep fighting until the end, basically saying, we'll wait until we turn and you can fill in the blanks. You know that she turns and Ellie does not. And I think that the way that they, they ended it there was um, a perfect example sometimes in storytelling that less is more. Um, and, and you know exactly what's happening. And I think that they really emphasized instead of going through and showing you everything that's happening, they emphasized the parallel of like she lost this person now she's trying to save this one and i thought that was beautifully done they the arc of the the storytelling in this was honestly uh very like almost flawless to me so 
for that reason and that reason alone, uh, I have to give it a 10. Wow. Abe's first 10. Was it the first 10? Is it really? I think it's your first 10. Didn't we give 10s across the board for episode no, three? No, you did not give. Ep- wow. Did you give episode three a 10? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, no, we did. I was going to say. My fault. My fault. My fault. Yeah. Put some respect on the Bill and Frank. Bill Frank Frank was a 10 all across the board. That is true. Rest in peace. (laughs) But, uh, no, I'm with you guys. This episode was phenomenal. Freaking phenomenal. Um, I love when we see a very simple... Obviously, you know, there's the lights, they're at the mall and everything. Obviously, I know that's like filmmaking. It's, there's it's, there's technicals to it, the technicality. It is hard. But this on script, if you read it, you can produce it, you know, by just holding one camera, mm-hmm. right? You can do that really well. And with this episode, it felt like that. It felt like they had a purpose and they're like, we don't need, you know, a huge you know, explosion, whatever, all over the place yeah. to, to talk about this relationship. We need just them, them to be Ellie and Riley. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened, right? It was focused on them and their progression as to not only as best friends, but how they had feelings for one another and the love that they have for one another and the impact that Riley had on Ellie and also the parallel. And it was it was written so well. It was written so well narratively arc as well it i don't know what else to add because you guys said what needed to be said and i'm gonna say it it, it was a 10 it, it really is a 10 Facts. and i'm i can't believe we really have two more episodes left it's just it's crazy flu bro. and they were probably gonna have to wait like three years for oh season my two God. <laughs> it's gonna take a while season two is definitely gonna take a dude while. i'm gonna be 31 <laughs> when season two comes out <laughs> Wait, did they say if that's the year yet? Th- there's no way that that they that, definitely have to. There's take two no years way to that it doesn't come Didn't out. They start production already or no? No, it's gonna I don't take, think no. I don't not. think they're in production they season not. two. Uh, they have not. But they were, they're definitely getting more money. I tell you that. Oh, 100%. They're gonna get more money. The budget's gonna be through the, the budget roof. Is, but, and they already got they already got a huge budget for this show, but they're gonna throw money up. Budget's through the roof. I know that for a fact. Um, for season two, but yeah. I'm going to be an old man when that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Chill, 31, you're fine. Yeah. Everyone says that's My that's guess is great. it comes out right around the World Cup or so. 20, when's the World Cup? 2026? 2026. No way it's not coming out 2026. Three years? No uh, way it comes out in three years, bro. I'm expecting 2025. Yeah. I you think so? Yeah, I'm expecting 2025. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my money on 2026. What? I'm no, that's saying. too long. No, nah, I'm putting long. my money on that. I'm telling no, you right now. I think it's too long. I think, I think they're going to go through delays, and I think they're going to go through some sort of uh, constraints. It's going to take a little bit longer for them to do season two than it did for season one. Because it is a more season ambitious is story. Bigger. It is yeah. bigger. bigger so I, I'm putting yeah. my money on 2026, which is a long time, and... Hopefully, House of the Dragon season two is out to ease the pain. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, HBO so. is killing the game right now. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Hands down, they're the best streaming service right now. I think in terms of TV shows, TV shows and bringing in original. It doesn't production. Yeah, it, 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 t- their their originals are better than what anything anyone else is putting out, and they have like the best cat- catalog of movies and series just yeah. across the board. On their platform, um, so they have the best service in my we opinion. Went, well, I think we went House of the Dragon, The White Lotus, The Last of Us, Succession, Succession 
That's a crazy run. Yeah. You still got like winning time. Yeah, it's like there's a bunch, bro. There's too much. What a run! It's, it's crazy, ridiculous, and awesome to see because we love it. But y'all, we thank you guys so much for listening or watching this episode. We hope you guys had a good time uh, seeing our discussion and talking about it. But again, what did you guys think about this episode? Did you love it? Hate it? What? What would you? You know? What would you ask? What would you? You know? Would like to discuss? I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but I just give us your know. rating in the comments. Yes, <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> but y'all, we appreciate you guys watching and listening. Uh, can't wait for episode eight. See you soon. Peace. Peace.